So you're a dentist, eh? You're in the right place. This is the Canadian Dentist Podcast with Dr. Carlo Biasucci, where you'll get a truly Canadian approach to building a low-stress, highly profitable practice and live life on your terms. Learn more at TheElitePractice.com. The following is an excerpt from a recent members-only Q&A session. Would you rather hire a team member with a good one score and no dental experience versus someone with a poor one score with dental office experience? Yeah, good question. Yes, every day. Um, <clears throat> I would always hire a good one score over a bad one score. So I'll, just, I'll give you a quick background on one score. And this is not, again, something that I've never said before. But a good one score doesn't always mean a awesome employee. It means the person is absolutely capable of doing the job. But a bad one score always means it's a bad hire. Okay, that's pretty well across the board, with the exception of a foreign trained dentist who for, or a someone whose first language is not English. Okay, because we have had great foreign trained dentists who have made fabulous assistants, uh, hygienists, etc. Now, having said that, though, their one scores were good because their English was good. So you might find challenges with the one score on a on a you know English language issue, but that's so few and far between. Usually the one score is, well, I would say it's almost always predictive of a good hire. Now, but then I have a, have to hire a person who doesn't know anything about dentrix or whatever. Yeah, so what? Because if I hire someone with bad habits, who is a weak employer, a weak employee, which the one score tells me then they might know how to use the system, but they're going to be super unmotivated or they're going to be just fairly not as useful as they could be, okay? So if I had to choose between the person with experience in whatever, in dentistry of some kind, they know how to use my software, okay? They know how to use Tracker, oh great. Or I could pick the person who today is a waiter at a restaurant who could take a, an order for a table of six without a pen and paper and get it right and leave with a great experience, I would pick that person every day because that person can juggle. And in dentistry, in a small office, a small team environment where you have to be able to do 10 things at once, that is the person I want. I don't want the person who's going to park their butt, you know, in front of the computer, but they know how to use tracker though. Like, no, I don't care. There's, you know, you know, the difference between efficiency and bare minimum, right? Like a, an A employee can work for three people. If you want to fatten your payroll in a hurry, then hire just experienced people. Now, this is not to say, you know, if you need a level two dental assistant, like a, you know, a certified dental assistant, different name in every, in every jurisdiction, but if you need that person, then get that person. But in every other role, and even at that, I would be hesitant of the bad one score. I wouldn't hire them personally. I would hire the better one score. Why? Because you cannot train personality. You can't train motivation. You can't train a person to care about people. But you can train them how to use Dentrix or Tracker or whatever. And it's not hard to do. Now, I understand that every office, every office that we take on that we work with does not have the infrastructure to do that easily. But it's not hard. It can be taught, and it can be taught in a way that it's reproducible, that they never have to go through that bother again. Again, that is in clinical efficiency at the very end, where we talk about how to make your own training material. 
do it once and it's done. And you never have to worry about, should I hire a person with dental office experience? Because the answer is no, unless you have to, or they have a great one score. They are out there. But in this market where there's labor shortages and it's hard to find people, and I would venture to guess to say maybe 30% of existing dental employees are great employees. The odds of you grabbing one of those people, not so great. Is it possible? Yes. I do know, I can name off the top of my head a few people that have made great hires in the recent past and they come from another office. That's awesome. But that does not give you does not give me comfort to skip the one score or to accept a bad one score because they're coming from their office. Okay? So again, the um, the power of the one score is, is really this. That this person even might interview well that doesn't have a great one score. And their cognitive, let's say, is low. But they're so nice. And we interviewed them and they seem like such an awesome person. But you know what happens when the cognitive is weak is that you start training them. And you find this out two, three months in that you're putting it in on this side and it falls out this side. And they don't have the capability to retain. They can't juggle. They get overwhelmed easily, etc., etc. And you could have known this if you just listened on day one. Now, does that mean that person doesn't have a possible role with you? Maybe they do, I don't know. But see, I'd rather have that sorted on day one so that all my time and energy spent in training this person can then set them up for long-term success. I want an employee for three years, not three months. I don't want to get to a point where I'm frustrated with a person. I want the person to grow and grow and grow in the role so that they become an excellent employee. So I want to screen that out in the beginning. Again, back to training. So if they have no dental experience, well, what do we do? What do we do with people who have no dental experience? We take them to the dentistry 101, right? Learn about teeth. Learn about quadrants, learn about tooth numbers, learn about mesial and distal and all these things. Easy. I can teach my kid that. Exactly. It's not difficult, right? That is not complicated. The next thing that they learn is how to use your software. Well, you can do, you can create that easily, reproducibly. So you never have to sit there and show someone how to click this and make this and do this, like book a new patient in, like how to add an insurance, how to create an appointment, how to create a new chart. These are like routine, routine things. And often they're specific to that office. So we teach you a process of how to do that, how to make those videos, how to create that so that you never have to deal with it again. And once you have it, it's done. So why are you accepting a weaker employee? You know, I'll tell you right now, uh, I still do the general anesthesia in our clinic, at least for now. And I'm not in there that often, but when I am, I get a good snapshot of the practice because I, you know, I, I haven't been there. I've sold it five years ago now, almost. And um, you know, I see the I see the team as it is, just walking in, almost fresh every time. <clears throat> I, I I meet new people every time I go in there, and uh, it's interesting, right? But it still runs. My point is this: it still runs with, I believe, one, maybe two level two dental assistants. The rest are people that we trained from elsewhere. From even back, way back. There's a lot of them are people that we actually hired from whatever previous occupation that they had, which was not dentistry. Right. Right. And we taught them what they needed to know. And now they're, they're lead assistants and they're backup assistants and they're running, well, pretty well they're running the office at this point. And we hired them five or six years ago. So this tells you, you also get greater longevity. I don't know if you've noticed this, but people who jump around in dental just have a, like, they seem to have a two-year lifespan. They're just constantly jumping around from office to office to office. Now, I remember a dental supplier 
uh, dental supply rep maybe 10, 15 years ago told me this. Like, it's funny, you know, when, you, when you've been around long enough, all you see is the same employees at different offices over the years. It's the same faces, they just change offices every so often, right? right? So this is what you get. They don't get better, they just get different location. So they can succeed in a weaker office every time, <laughs> but they're never actually growing, right? Whereas if you have people that you're pulling from another occupation, that they're already a 12 out of 10 as a person, as a, an internal motivation, the things that you can't teach, and you teach them the dentistry, they can fly. Great. So absolutely would hire the better one score. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Canadian Dentist Podcast. If you want to know how Dr. Biasucci tripled his practice in three years and cut his work week in half, request your free information kit at theelitepractice.com.